Go to College, They Said, a podcast hosted by Get Involved NC, your center for student engagement and leadership at Niagara College. We're here for students who are looking to make the most out of their time in college, enhance their experience, make connections, and gain a competitive edge. This is an all-access pass for students to listen, learn, and start to lead with their best professional foot forward. So go to college, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Welcome back to Go to College, They Said. It is your host, Sarah. And again, I have my co-host, Allie Weir, here with us to interview another alumni for our pod series. We have Janine Young, Strategic Sourcing Analyst for the Niagara Health System, who is an alumni of the Business Administration, Supply Chain, and Operations Management Program. Welcome to the podcast, Janine. Thank you for being with us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. We're excited to dive into some NC memories with you, looking back on your co-op and some advice for students, but share with us a little bit about yourself and your current role and introduction in your own words or anything that we've missed and you'd like to share. Perfect. So like you said, my name is Janine and I had graduated from the business administration operations management program back in 2017. So from there, I was able to be hired on as a co-op student at Niagara Health. And since then have been hired on as a full-time employee for them. And as the strategic sourcing analyst, we do a lot of the contract management to ensure that the hospital stays within their budget. But I've also been fortunate enough to have the opportunity to be cross-trained for logistics analysts, uh, which is more of the inventory management side of things. So I've had a lot of diverse experience within the hospital. Awesome. And so I'm curious, was the hospital always on your radar? Was that the co-op you knew you wanted or how did, what kind of led you to that? Yeah, so they have the job posting at Niagara College. So I went through that and I noticed a lot of postings and that was one that kind of stuck out for me. Honestly, originally because I I didn't think I had a chance to actually get it because I didn't have any medical background and I didn't have any prior experience in a healthcare industry. So I kind of just took a gamble on it and decided to go for it anyway, and then ended up getting an interview for it with the mindset that I didn't think I was going to have a chance with it. So it kind of surprised me that I even got the interview in the first place, but uh, it was an exciting opportunity for sure. Good for you. Just shoot your shot. Exactly. That's awesome. And what led you to Naira College's business admin program? Yeah. So I started out of high school going to Brock University and quickly realized that the university environment wasn't my best environment to learn in. So a classroom of 600 students with one instructor, I, I needed more of a one-on-one take and the college atmosphere and just the way that the warm welcome that Niagara College really gave really felt like home and it was more of like a high school environment where the class sizes were 30 or less and you had more of a personal relationship with your instructor and I really liked that structure and then the hands-on part and diving into not just case studies, but actual real application of the information. Awesome. I know there's, I feel like that is such a big struggle that university versus college and, and it comes with this mindset, you know, well, it's university, maybe, you know, it leads to more job opportunities, but I think we've proven time and time again, that's not necessarily the case, right? Employers are thrilled with a college education. And there's a saying at Niagara College that, you know, after finishing a program here, you're Monday morning, ready. So you're ready to just 
dive in and get going with the job. So that's awesome. Thank you for bringing that forward. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your co-op experience? Yeah. So my co-op experience, I started as, I actually got a little bit lucky because I went to Brock University before. So mine lined up where I went out into the co-op and then I had no more semester after it. I know the program currently has the extra semester afterwards and then you go out into the real world but when I first started there it was very warm welcome they understood that I was a student and they also understood that I had like the willingness to learn so they were very more receptive to that and willing to teach me what I needed to know understanding that I was at my starting point. Oh that's great because I meet with students daily I get students all the time they're like well, I don't have, you know, any experience in this industry. Like all I have are, you know, the courses that I've taken so far. So how am I going to go about this co-op? Like, are they going to expect me to know everything on day one? And like, that's not the case, right? Yeah, no, absolutely not. They're there to train you into what you need to know about their system, about their processes, with the understanding that you've gained the application of how to like quickly learn and adapt to that. And that's kind of what college offers you too, is that you're adapting to all these scenarios and all these applications throughout your courses and your curriculum. And that really helps prepare you to not necessarily know exactly what you're getting yourself into when you go into the real world environment, but having the skill set and the tools to be able to adapt and really learn in that new environment. Absolutely. That's great. That's great. And I think so many students listening to this podcast right now will feel so much relief hearing you say that. And I think, you know, we say it as, as consultants to them all the time, but it, it's nice to hear it right from the source, right? Someone who's been through it, someone who's already experienced it. I was just going to say, I feel even I'm connecting so much with your, with your story and what you said, I went to Brock previously as well, and then came to Niagara. And what you said about that feeling at home, that, that welcoming atmosphere, that's one thing that we try and make sure that all students feel, whether we're in person or virtual, and across the board it's that you're not just a student number you have that relationship with your professor they know your name and so they really get to know like what your goals are and where you want to end up and help guide you there so definitely connecting with you on that i'm curious as to what your favorite nc memory for me it was probably this one one course we had where it was an sap enterprise kind of a simulation so we actually got to experiment in an SAP system which a lot of organizations in the real world use and the reason why it's my favorite memory is we were it was almost like a little bit of a competition because you're trying to get the most revenue and to get the most sales within the SAP system but the first day that we showed up to it only two of my or two of my group members didn't show up whereas it was just me and the other one and every other team had a group of four And right out the gate, we're like, okay, we're the underdogs. We've only got two people in this, but we're going to try anyway. And we ended up leading in not only that class, but throughout the semester. So it was really like kind of surreal to realize that we were understanding, interpreting, interpreting and working really well together to get to that point and then to kind of carry it out throughout the semester. That's a good feeling too and and applicable to the workplace, I feel. I just did a podcast for the students about top essential skills that employers look for. And it's that creative thinking and problem solving and kind of that resiliency that you, you just kind of go with the flow. Like you, just because those two didn't show up doesn't mean, okay, we'll try again tomorrow or we'll wait to see what happens. You really just have to um, go with the flow and take what you're dealt with and, and show up for it. So that's awesome that you're able to do that. 
What choices did you make at NC that contributed to your career success or your journey? Yeah, I think one of the key things for me was really connecting with the professor and learning from their experiences. A lot of the instructors at Niagara College have real world experience and they've got experience in the field that you're about to go into. That's why they're teaching it. So having that more one-on-one structure, they provide a lot of valuable examples of their mistakes or their successes within the industry. And it's really beneficial to learn from other people's mistakes that way and just really understand what our field is about through real world examples. That was very valuable, like having that relationship with the instructor. That's awesome. If you could go back to Niagara College, what would you do differently? Yeah, the one thing that I would do differently is I didn't get as involved in extracurriculars and outside of the classroom activities as much as I wish I would have. I feel like there's a lot of valuable experience, lessons to be taught and skill sets outside of the classroom just as much as there is inside the classroom. So I really wish I took advantage of that. Absolutely. That's a common one a lot of students feel and we try and get them in their first year or when they come onto campus and say, you are here for a short amount of time, sometimes two years, sometimes up to four years but it goes by quickly. So take advantage of every opportunity. And a great thing, like you said, is connecting with your professor because they do have that direct connection to that industry. A lot of them still work in that field or they teach part-time. So they're a direct connection and it is a bit of hindsight being like, well, I wish I got more involved. So we love to hear that and and get to the students right away. What was it like for life post-graduation? So I got lucky, as I was saying earlier, in the sense that I was able to get hired on right after my co-op position. So for me, it was kind of just like a transition between being a student back into a casual part-time position, but doing the same job. I was very fortunate in that regard. That's awesome. And what advice would you give to students that maybe haven't gone out on their co-op yet, but are about to embark on their first co-op work term? So the advice I would give is to apply for all the positions, regardless if you think you have the skill set or the knowledge that you would need for that position. A lot of the times they they do have an understanding that you are a co-op student, that you have a lot to learn when it comes to the placement side of things. But as long as you have the willingness to learn and adapt, I think that's really what employers are looking for at the end of the day. Absolutely. That's that's really great advice. You know, so many students are so nervous about their first co-op work term and and really having that reassurance that apply for stuff that, you know, you might not think that you're qualified for or, you know, apply for jobs that maybe you don't necessarily want to do post-graduation, but it could lead to something, right? Because you're gaining, at the end of the day, you're gaining those technical skills, you're gaining those soft skills that's going to help you break into that industry. What kind of advice would you give to students maybe once they've finished the co-op work term? So I know for you is a little bit unique because you went right from being a co-op student to being a staff member. But, you know, sometimes or more often than not, students do need to return to classes after their co-op. And then so do you have any advice in terms of, you know, staying connected to those those connections that you made on your co-op? Yeah, I never really took seriously the whole networking thing until I got to the real world and understood the importance of it, because it opens up a lot of opportunities that you may not even realize. So although I was in the health or I'm in the healthcare industry and I was fortunate enough to stay in there, there's a lot of people that you meet along the way that have experience in other fields from their past. And so you start building those connections and those relationships. And the more that you have those conversations with the people that you're closer with and working with, the more you see opportunities arise, um, whether it be in the same industry like healthcare or completely separate, but still field related. Absolutely. That's great advice. 
We brought up soft skills and just because it's always top of mind and in this month that we're in, we're really kind of getting to the students to identify their skills. And it's kind of interesting that across not just students, any any age, people can't identify 10 skills that they have when you actually have over 200 or something like that. So I'm curious if there's skills that you would say really work on post-graduation that either you had that you are benefiting from now or that you were like, I really need to step this up now that I'm into my career and I didn't work on this much as a student. Like what are those top soft skills? Absolutely. So the number one right out the gate is, yeah, public speaking is one of the major skill sets that I think is really valuable to learn in the classroom setting. I really wish that I could have learned or that I would have taken more advantage of learning that in the classroom because it really comes up in the work environment, whether it be speaking at meetings or making presentations. In the world we live in now, we're constantly on Zoom and team meet. So it's really important to have that kind of communication and really have a solid take on it which is something that you absolutely can take advantage of in the classroom. That would be the main skill for me. And where I kind of ended up with it was I did a lot of side research and TED Talks and whatnot and books, just trying to hone that, hone in on that skill and really develop it because it's one of my, what I would consider one of my weaknesses. So through that kind of personal development, I was able to get to this comfort level and even doing like a podcast like this like normally I would go out and say no to this but just kind of understanding that it comes with experience and a lot of people resonate with that as well and they understand that so for example we had a demo that we had to do in one of the projects that I've recently been working on and I still kind of have that fear within me but even just talking to your peers around you like they understand that okay you're just starting off in this field we understand that you need practice at this here's how we can help you get there. And then you gain a lot of support along the way. So really understanding what skills that you may not find as your strong suit and taking the time to develop them and reaching out to people would be my biggest advice for that. That's good advice because I feel like a lot of the times you lean on the skills that you're good at and you name, okay, I'm really good at this, 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 and you stick to it. When you're going to see that growth when you dive into what you're not so good at or the things you don't like doing, like you said, you probably wouldn't have always said yes to doing something like this, but you know it's going to benefit you in the long run or add to your professional development. So it's those skills that put you outside of your comfort zone. So that's really great advice. Thank you for sharing that. Curious if there's a resource that you have whether it's related or not to your day-to-day work. Do you listen to a lot of podcasts or a newsletter or read books? What is it that students should start doing to kind of become their best professional self? Yeah, so I'm really big on the whole personal development. So I have lots of books that I've read about that just to try to get there. TED Talks are also really, really great because you see just the way that they present them. They're very educational and very relatable to a lot of the experiences that you want to strive to achieve. That would be my biggest recommendation too, is just learn outside the classroom. Great advice. And I love on TED Talks, you can literally pick the length of what you want to listen to so you don't have to commit to a super long one you can do a daily one that's under 10 minutes and there's really a topic for everyone so it helps with being an effective listener as well taking all that information so thank you so much for all of that advice and sharing your story and your journey into where you went from student to staff and yeah for just taking the time to be with us today yeah, thank you so much for having me and thank you all for listening Bye.